The aim of Black Mental Matters is to tell experiences with honesty. Therefore, some discussions may trigger an adverse reaction. If a discussion is beginning to upset you, we advise that you please stop listening and talk to your support team. It's Black Mental Matters, the lockdown edition with Vince the Voice and Makiba Reed Johnson. Hey, Makiba. Hey, man. I'm doing the uh, color purple patty cake thing. Can you feel me? Can you feel me? <laughs> I do. I am doing it too, right over here. <laughs> I'm mouthing stuff to you from. Oh my goodness, Makiba, right. Makiba. Okay, this is uh, this this has been a, a very very. Um, interesting uh, moment in time where lots of us are, are where, it, where we all should be actually uh, in the crib. With that uh, being in the house, I mean, th- it, this could have some definite uh, mental health effects on families, on individuals, and we want to we want to kind of deal with that today, right? Ain't that what we want to help right. some folks do this today? Yes. Right, absolutely, because um, yeah, some in- in- interesting Data is now coming out with there being a concern of the impending surge in um, suicide attempts. Um, yeah, um, you know, people who have not had this level of isolation before, not knowing who or how to reach out to someone. So, so this is a, a really timely topic for right now. Talk about uh, reaching out. Our, our past podcast, you know, we discussed the uh, whole telemental health, and I think that wow, and, and yeah. it's and it's blowing up now. Something about what we do, then all of a sudden it blows up, or maybe we just rolling with the punches. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm hearing that. It's folks, that good energy we're putting out there. That's yeah. what it is, and so <laughs> of course that is uh, one of the uh, options. But everybody doesn't have a therapist, and everybody doesn't, uh, you know, uh, know about uh, telemental health. I was, uh, Makiba, you you are like the queen of quotations and affirmations and things and on, on Instagram <laughs> and, uh, and and LinkedIn. Yeah, please check out our, our social media because there's some powerful words out there. But, you know, you you, you really struck home with one uh, uh, with me. Of course, kids are home now. How that whole dynamic is going in the household when it you know that's that's not usual where the whole family and the kids the, you know Monday through Monday is up in the right. house so let, let, let's just start there the whole family dynamic thing in the home lockdown mm-hmm. can't leave how do you keep your sanity during a situation like that I think the first thing to realize is that this, this is this is your family. I've seen, you know, and, and I know some things are kind of, you know, made in jest and some things are kind of joking about, oh, the kids are home. I don't know if I can handle this. Those are your kids that you brought here. This is your family. If you cannot figure out how to be at home and grateful just to have your family around you, there's something wrong. Wow. I mean, it's, it's so, yeah, and I, I, I just got to put that out there. It, you should not be complaining about having to be home with your family. What, especially with what people are dealing with now with having to get out there and work, people that are out of work that are trying to figure out how you know their family is home and they've still got bills and things coming in but no income. I mean, there are some serious problems going on and we need to at least start from that place of just gratitude of, hey, if your kids are out of school and they're home with you, hey, but you got healthy kids. Wow. You know, and they're 
Bring it home with you. So, I mean, so I, I think we kind of need to start this with some basic level of this gratitude of just being able to be there with your family. You're so right. And it's unusual for us to be able to even have this time. I mean, this this could be yeah. I mean, this could be the time of, of, of makeup, of uh, opening up the new lines of communications, understanding yes. each other more. Because uh, once that time, I mean, my kids are grown. Once the time is gone and they gone, they gone. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and then that's something that's the thing about the parents that have adult children mm. that are out there and then that are worried about them and not sure what's going to happen with them health wise or, you know, they're ending up in some kind of you know, financial situation because they can't work. I mean, there, you know, there are certain things that you need to be mindful of as a parent, young children that are home with you. And then what that looks like for some of us who have children that are out there that are adults and are trying to navigate this without being at home. Hmm. One of the things that uh, really struck me, you said, uh, parents, if you were your child's age and you were self-quarantined for the next few weeks, how would that time be spent? With a rigorous, structured homeschooling schedule? No, no, do your work. Do your work. It's like, man, don't nobody feel like doing that work? It's the cartoons right. is on. I'm TikToking and dancing and DJ Nice is on. What? Yeah. That could cause no, some issues. <laughs> Absolutely, and and the, the reason that I wanted to post that event was because, and I, like I said, I know you know this is just a tough time for people, and some people are just trying to make light of situations and just you know posting things on social media. Oh, I'm here with my kids. I don't know what I'm doing. This is so stressful. I've seen some posts where parents have outlined on on a whiteboard this schedule: nine a.m. math, <laughs> ten a.m. English. Mm. 11 a.m. history. It's like, oh, you know, and maybe that's just for social media. I, I that, That's what I'm hoping. But look at your kids and ask yourself if I were their age. So if you, if you have an 11 or 12 year old at home, if I were their age and this were happening to me at this age, what would I want this time at home to look like? What did I need at age 11? And at age 12, I mean, because your kids, when we talk about mental health, they are dealing with situations that we are sometimes not even aware of. And now this might be your opportunity to actually just sit and kind of break that structured cycle of them just kind of just going through the motions of going to school every day and just dealing with things on their own. And then you being at home and at work in your own world. Now you're home with your child. Have some conversations about what their days were looking like in school, how they're feeling right now, the things that they're concerned about. Like now is the time to actually talk to your kids. And like you and I always say, Vince, you know, two ears, one mouth. Listen twice as much as you speak. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. What about those parents, you know, that uh, they got college kids now that have come home a lot? You know, that's 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 everyone, everyone out there. If you had some kids in college, they shut down the school, they're back in the house. And uh, mm-hmm. I love you said, first of all, what you don't be nagging them about, you know, picking up stuff all the time. Hurry up, get a job. Just leave them alone. Huh? Yes, yes, yes. Because for a lot of college students, college is their refuge. You know, a lot of them have their friend circles, they have their academic circles, their favorite professors, friends. some students were in counseling, yes. right, their oh. friend circle, some of them were in sports, you know, social circles, their 
sororities in there, fraternities, that's all been taken away. I have a, I'm actually have a son right now. He's in his senior year at, at Morehouse and he is just devastated because his graduation has now been moved to December. Oh, and he was looking forward to actually, I mean, this is a historically black yeah. college. Yeah. And all of these great you know, minds have crossed the campus and they've had Obama come and speak at commencement. So he was just so looking forward to this moment of time in his life that he's worked so hard for. And now he's, you know, here at home and he's, and he doesn't, he's not able to work because his job shut down. So I've got to be mindful of that. If there's some stuff that he left in the sink, so what? You know, I mean, there, you know, we, we have to be mindful of your kids are having to adjust to this as well. And, their whole identity and their life and their schedule and their normalcy, that's now changed and they're at home with you, not because they want to be, but because they have to be. And 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 to realize that it's all of them too. It's not like, well, some kids are still getting being able to get ahead. So everybody's still on the same level. I, I think a lot of times that, that that competitiveness or you know, you want your of course your baby to do their their best and, and, and those kinds of things. But something else you mm-hmm. said, uh, uh about uh, the, the college students, if they had counseling services at the at the school, bagging up back yes. to that telemental uh, health, that there could uh, be some opportunity there. But you need to investigate that and see if that's what the school is offering as well. Absolutely, because if your child's college is offering the continuation of their academics online, and if your child was seeing a counselor or you know counseling services while they were on campus, you need to ask. Can that service be continued electronically or or via telemental health? Because it should be, mm-hmm. and that should be offered. And strange, strangely enough, I haven't seen anything online concerning that. Mm. Well, maybe after uh, you know this uh, word gets out that uh, that that's going to change. We keep it. We, we're going to take a, a short time out. We're going to come back again. We're talking about maintaining our mental sanity, our mental health during this lockdown. This cor- uh, I, I don't even like to say that word. So you know what I'm talking about? The virus. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll be back with you in just a moment. Once again, this is Black Mental Matters with uh, Vincent McKeever. We're talking about it because we know we're all going through it here together and uh, mm-hmm. we're all under this lockdown. And how do you maintain, you know, your uh, mental health and, and mental sanity and uh, 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 during this time? And, and, you know, you got the family all around you uh, or you may be there by yourself. Um, I know it's mm-hmm. got to be tough for those that have. Uh, I, I saw with well, the grandparents, grandparents can't pick up the babies right now, you know. Oh, Can you imagine right. how that feels for someone uh, that right. you get that grandbaby? But, but I, I'm, I'm gonna go off on a tangent, Makiba, because I was walking, <laughs> I was walking at the park, and there was a group of about 10, 15 kids, and they had a, a bottle of something that they was passing around. I don't, it could have been Coke or something, but I was looking at them kids like they was children of the corn. Y'all need to go home. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> you know, why are these kids out here? You know, uh, and. Now right. we're finding yeah. out all those spring breakers, you know, they weren't taking this thing seriously and they're mm-hmm. coming back now and finding out that they are actually, you know, carriers of this virus now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is something that we have to take a little bit more seriously than 
we've been taking before, but we also need to realize that when we're seeing those groups of kids or teenagers that are out collectively like that, the, the parents are probably working somewhere trying to get stuff together. And it's kind of hard to make sure that your child is in the house all the time. Mm-hmm. So this messaging really needs to be put more out there geared towards that particular demographic. And then parents got to kind of follow up too. Yeah. Yeah. There are some things, of course, that, uh, uh, you know, laundry lists of things that you can can do. And, and, and we want to touch on that. Now, I guess I'll, I'll get, it, get, get it started right now. Some some practices okay. of things that you can do. You know, one of the things is to while we don't want to have that rigid schedule, like you said, but you uh-huh. do want to have a routine as much as yes. you can. Yes, so to to all the depressed people, let me tell you, and Vince, you and I talk about this too, get up in the morning and shower. But you have got to have some type of jump start for yourself. Shower, have a cup of coffee, have a cup of tea, but you need to make sure that you have a time of day that you are trying to consistently get up at every day. And the first thing you need to do is go in the shower and be mindful when you're in the shower and be present when you're in the shower and to not get, if you are at home, it's very easy for those of us who deal with depression. You wake up 11, 12, 1, 2 o'clock, you don't feel like showering. Then that turns into two days, three days, four days, five days. Then you're back into that cycle of not feeling like you have the energy to start your day. So the first thing is that you have to have, just like what you said, Vince, you got to have some type of schedule. And that has to start with getting up in the morning and hitting that shower. Dude, do you got a webcam on? Because I'm sitting over here. I have not. <laughs> I am so guilty. I'm so, hey, I'm just trying to help myself and be transparent. I'm sitting over here. But, but you know, it, it sometimes feels like all bets is off. You know, hey, ain't no job to do today. Uh, you know, the school closed, the store closed. You know, we, we good on toilet paper. Uh, right. I really ain't got no <laughs> to do. Um, but, but, but one of the things also, about having a routine is that it can reduce what's called a decision fatigue and that's that overwhelming and exhaustion that can come you just got too many options well you're sitting there I can get up but then then I I could clean the bathroom I could wash some clothes I don't know clean up the kitchen (laughs) I could just go outside I mean it's just too many things and and, Mm -hmm. but but by having that routine it will free up some of your mental bandwidth uh, during this time of uncertainty and you know, just just get you get you moving and keep things moving moving along. Absolutely, Vince. And for those out there that have said, "Well, I don't know what to do. I have too much time." That's actually that's actually a blessing. If you feel like if, if your biggest concern is that you're bored and you don't have enough things to do during your day, there are lots of things. Now is the time to start using some of those self care protocols. And I always tell people. If you are not reading, that, that is one of the best forms of mental health where you can escape, not online and not on Twitter where you're being bombarded by all these different opinions and personalities, but to immerse yourself in a book and get lost in a book. Now is, the, is probably one of the best times to get your reading list. And I remember when people used to, a part of conversation was, hey, what are you reading? And you used to be able to just go yeah. kind of list two or three books that you were reading. Yeah. Now, we don't do that anymore, but now is a great time, especially if you have depression and anxiety and you're trying to shift your focus from all this coronavirus information that's out there. Now, 
everybody is an expert. Oh my goodness. I mean, you go on these social media, everybody's got all this advice. People are offering free workshops and online this and all this stuff. Now is the time to put your focus somewhere else and actually start, get your Kindle, get out some, you know, Google some top, whatever your genre is, fiction, nonfiction, autobiography, horror. My thing is horror. I love Stephen King. Mm. I can get lost in Stephen King books for weeks. <laughs> so now is your time to kind of rekindle that love that you once had for books, especially students who always complain about they don't have enough time now since they've got required reading. If you are now at home and you have that extra time, just turn 15 minutes a day, read something that you want to read. Excellent. That helps a lot. Excellent, excellent. Another thing that you can do is, uh, you know, the at-home exercise routine, and you don't have to have Absolutely. to be at the gym. You don't have to have a set of weights. You know, I remember push-ups right. and jumping jacks, and just say, hey, okay, I'm gonna take uh, thirty minutes, fifteen minutes, ten minutes, five minutes. I mean, you're a fitness mm-hmm. buff. You, you know what I'm saying, right, <laughs> champ? No, absolutely right. No, <laughs> no, absolutely right, and that will help you not only mentally but also physically where you've got some type of physical activity that you're doing you know like what we just said just even if it's just a few minutes a day day, that's better than than nothing at all and it doesn't have to be where you're doing something that's rigorous it can be a walk in the neighborhood you can do something in your house youtube's got all kinds of workouts that you can do online you can do yoga online just whatever you has felt like you have not had time to do in the past, and now is the time to pick that stuff up. Mm. That's uh, much easier in the country or the suburbs, but if you're in the city <laughs> and it's feasible, you can just kind of shimmy past your neighbors, just kind of, hey, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> All right, shimmy on by them, and go for a little walk in the park. You know, mm-hmm. uh, still remember, stay six feet away from people. But uh, it's possible to uh, get outside and take in some 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 nature. And that can really, absolutely. really uh, do well for your mental state. Absolutely. Absolutely. To get outside, get that vitamin D, mm. get that sunshine, breathe in that fresh air. And get your body moving. Very important. Get your body moving. Something else you can do, some of y'all, I'm not looking at you, but some some of us need to declutter your home or your office or your spaces. You Uh-oh. know what I'm saying? Put the music on, put D-Nice on, you know, and, and jam and, and, and get you something or whatever make you feel good and just start picking that stuff up that you know you've been looking at and saying, I need to clean this up. Go ahead and do that. This will be a great time, right? Great time. Absolutely. Absolutely. That This will be a great time. And it make you feel better once that project has been accomplished. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is one that you love. Meditate or just breathe. Just, oh, just, just stop for a second, that's, huh? You, you know that's my favorite one. Eckhart Tolle just did a video, I think yesterday or, or the day before, and I was waiting for him to do one on what's going on presently with this lockdown. And what he was saying, these are the practices I love to talk about especially at this time, the best thing for you to be doing is slowing down and being present in the moment. Mm. When you look at everything that's going on and you start saying, okay, well, I'll be home for, what, eight weeks, and then I'll be behind on my bills eight weeks, and I've got this going on, and what's going to happen with this? If you are constantly projecting your mind forward and worrying about things that haven't happened yet, you're going to be sick. 
Mm. And you're going to be anxious. Mm. But if you are just taking one moment at a time, like in this moment, Vince, you and I are doing this podcast. There's nothing impending immediately that's going on in front of us that we need to be concerned about. When you start taking life in little tiny pieces, one moment at a time, you have a different perspective on life because you're always in that present moment. And that's really all you ever have. Like, I have a situation now where my father is on lockdown because he's in memory care. And when I, I, I had a lump in my throat, I was physically ill because I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to see him for two months. But if something happens to him when he's in there, then the last time I saw him would have been the last time I saw him. And I'm creating all these scenarios that haven't even happened. Mm. So I had to kind of bring myself back to the reality of, okay, I'm sitting here. You know, I'm thinking about him and that he's okay yes. and I'm okay and my immediate family is okay. And that's kind of how you have to look at things just from the present moment perspective. Very good. Very good. Uh, maintaining community and uh, social uh, connections. Uh, yeah. um, you know, uh, we, we, of course, have all of the online stuff, texting and social media. That's okay. But also what better is picking up the telephone and talking to someone yeah. or having a safe distance conversation on the street. Hey, how y'all doing over there? You see, uh, you know, just be hollering. Yeah, we're going to eat some chicken and Tonight, uh, you know, just you know, just maintaining that 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 again, social connection uh, with folks, and on that same kind of note, is being of service from a distance. Oh, that's absolutely that's critical to actually find out some things that you can be doing mm -hmm. to actually make a difference during this time, because there are a lot of people that need assistance and need support and need help, and there are things that you can do. Just from your home, there are people that need, um, I think the, the crisis text line needs volunteers. There are all types of services that are online mm -hmm. that are in dire need of, of volunteers as this mental health issue also starts to escalate. There are lots of things that you can be doing. And then that also gives you some type of uh, feeling of purpose, too. Mm -hmm. And that, that helps you as well. Mm -hmm. Good Help, point. Helping your neighbors in need of food or supplies. I mean, uh, uh, one of our friends, you know, couldn't find that toilet paper. You know, I was like, uh, <laughs> Mission Impossible. I was I was at the store at seven in the morning, boy. As soon as they open, I'm gonna just let y'all know. Kroger got it. Kroger got the toilet Wait. paper. Don't go to Walmart. Kroger, <laughs> Kroger is the one. And uh, you know, so so you, you know, get you, ribs, no, I don't. Need, I didn't need no ribs. We, we want to make sure we good on the other end. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you can, you, you can, you know, get some, get some stuff for your neighbors. You can buy some gift certificates to a local business. Order some takeout, help fundraise. I mean, these are some of the things that you could do, right. uh, as well as get Absolutely. the toilet paper and, and forget the ribs. Uh, 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 practice gratitude. You started out there uh, th mm -hmm. this very uh, program about being thankful because listen, this thing is it's it's a doozy. So let's let's take Absolutely. the moment to be thankful that we even have this opportunity to talk about it and have our families around and. Exactly, exactly. And and that was also a great time to start writing some things down. If you don't have a journal, mm. just get some paper and staple it together, fold it together and just start writing out how you're feeling, what you're grateful for. And not just in the sense that, oh, I'm going to write down, I'm thankful for my house, I'm thankful for... Yes. No, to actually feel it as you're writing it down and to 
express it through your emotions that this is something that you are actually not taking for granted. You know, my mom, she uh, passed away in, uh, in 2016. So uh, it'll be uh, what uh, four years here coming up in June. But she was very uh, meticulous about uh, writing things down and, and the pictures and having all that. So I have a whole uh, almost library of things that still can't look at them yet. Uh, and videos, you know, that was one thing that uh, we did. I just set the camera up and, and she told the story of, you know, coming from uh, Louisiana up here. That's something you can, this is a time you can document your family history and things like that. You know, while y'all up in the house, we're using the phones for TikTok, but we need to be using the phones to document this moment in time and, and, our, and our family histories and things like that. That's a, a good exercise that you could do. And then I'm going I'm to let yourself off the hook. That, that, that you know, we, we, you know, you, you get to be feeling if the kids is watching too much Netflix or playing too many uh, hours of video games, that's not the end of the world, okay? It's not. Things, Absolutely. Things going to be hairy for a little bit. You can't stick to your schedule. You can't fit in your workout. It's really not such a big deal <laughs> in the long run anyway, right? No, no, no. You're absolutely right, Vince, because the overall picture is that we're trying to flatten that curve of coronavirus outbreaks and infections. And we're, you know, you staying at home and your child not doing math at 11 o'clock, that is not the end of the world. The, the point of you being at home is for you to be at home. And just like what you said, you are not a superhero where you are supposed to now all of a sudden on a dime be able to have this super structured, productive family life at home where the kids are on the schedule, you're getting all this work done, this is getting taken care of, your house is clean, your yard is being taken care of. You are just supposed to be maintaining your mental health right now and making sure that your family's emotional well-being is being looked after as well. That's the most important thing. Awesome, awesome. And lastly, just, you know, right now, if you could just touch your speaker or something, listen, we all in this together and we all going to be okay. And if you need mm-hmm. us, you know, you can uh, go to our website. It's blackmentalmatters.com. Uh, our Instagram, Black Mental Matters. LinkedIn, Black Mental Matters. Email info at blackmentalmatters.com. Uh, Makiba Reed Johnson and Vince space so this this is for us this is our way of trying to 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 give back and it keeps us uh, uh us to uh kind of wild and crazy people sane too you know that that we <laughs> hope, right. hope we can be of service uh to you to each other and to this world we're in this thing together absolutely Vince we are yeah yeah well thank you so much Makiba I'm, I'm doing the patty cake thing again from from okay, the, from the north too. side okay <laughs> <laughs> no mister no no mister <laughs> you is smart you is kind and oh, you is no. important and I will talk to you next time with Black Middle Matters yes sir God bless <laughs>